Good day, listeners. That crinkling sound you're hearing is us digging in, opening up another delicious lunch. Episode 6 of the Philly Food Truck Fanatic Podcast, beginning right now. Alex Nacht and Dylan Yuska here. Dylan, what's on the menu for today? It looks delicious. Well, today, Alex, we went to Mike's Steaks on the corner of 16th and Market. Really something new for us in that this is a pure play cheesesteak place. Absolutely. They, it is no holds barred. They know what they do well, and it is steaks. Yeah, so before we dive into that, though, do we have updates from last time? Uh, Small update. The OG Halal Cart that we brought to you last time, one of our favorite food trucks, uh, in honor of the Eagles' historic victory in the Super Bowl over the New England Patriots, those guys decided to make their chicken over rice dish free the Monday following the big game. Wow. That is big. They get hundreds of people that come through? The line was massive. I mean, you know, it's always crowded. And when they started saying, yep, we'll give it to you for free in honor of the Eagles, even more people showed up. Really a true character play. Yeah. And they put on for the city. That's just good to see it. They put on for the city, and you know it shows. Number one, they appreciate the city, they appreciate the team, but the city appreciates them. Mm. Food trucks are an essential part of Philadelphia, and that's just further proof. Well said, well said. And we are back, Mike Stakes. Dylan, tell me all about it. All right, Mike's Steaks is a tradition that we had no idea about until today. That's right. We've always seen it there because we work right across the street. It's in a great location. 16th and Market, very visible. Prime. Prime location. But it's been there for 30 years in the same exact spot. Yeah, that's nearly as long as uh, our lifespans combined. Yeah. We recently just turned 16. Sweet 16. (laughs) Food yes. trucks catered the potty. And this is our full-time gig, podcasting. Yeah. But no, 30 years in the same spot, the same owner, Mike himself, mm. was behind the grill chatting us up, cooking our chicken cheesesteaks. Really nice guy. He didn't mention his wife sometimes comes by. Uh, he does have one other worker who I think comes mm-hmm. by occasionally. But this guy is really behind the grill cooking the food as he has been for 30 years. Same menu, same guy, same truck. Yeah, and he was baffled by that question. I was like, uh, do you own the cart? He's like, of course I own the cart. That's right. What do you expect? When you know, we explained that a lot of the people we talk to don't own their carts here. Yeah, as we've discussed on the pod before, not all of these food truck operators actually own their carts. It's a real point of uh, of pride for those who do, and we absolutely love to see it. But, you know, that's enough about the cart. We'll give you some more details later, but let's dive in. These look delicious. Yes. Dylan, uh... How's your, uh, like, stuffing to bread ratio? You know, the bread is definitely thick, but uh, I'll get a better sense once we get a bite in. Mm. So we both just took our first bites. And we both opted for onions. We should explain what we got, though. Let's talk about what we got. Go ahead. I got these. There were two specials on the menu. And we asked Mike. Three. There's also. We can get that later. No, you're absolutely. I'm sorry. There are three specials on the menu. We got two of them. But, you know, we said, Mike, are these really the specials? What do people like? And you said, guys, everything's special. And Mike stakes. Classic line. Classic line. But I think this guy has credibility. I believe him. Yeah. Uh, so I went for a barbecue chicken cheese steak. So nice chicken, chopped up, provolone cheese. We got some grilled onions on top of it, and then some 
Was it uh, Kansas City barbecue sauce? Yes, he did say Kansas City. Did not say the brand. But yeah. you asked him if he made his own, and he did not make his own. Barbecue he doesn't make sauce. his own. He said it's Kansas City style. But uh, you know, as Dylan and I were sort of discussing offline, it's pretty burdensome to, I guess, make your own barbecue sauce, especially when this is not necessarily a featured dish on the menu. Yeah, it is a special, but it's you know one of twenty or thirty menu items. Yeah, I think it's a pretty unreasonable expectation. Yeah, what did you go for, Dylan? So I did the hot and spicy uh, chicken cheesesteak. And interesting to note, of the three specialties, none were actual steak. Right, not beef, right. Yeah, two were chicken, and then the other one was a meatball sub, which we did not try. That's right. But uh, anyways, I have uh, buffalo chicken cheesesteak, which is chopped up shredded chicken with uh, what looks like provolone cheese. Provolone cheese, yeah. And uh, I opted in for the onions. And then it's just doused. Everything's doused with uh, this hot sauce that has like a nice spice to it, not overwhelming. Really, we have very similar sandwiches other than the sauces, right? Mm. I have a barbecue. You have uh, your sort of buffalo sweet or spicy, uh, hot and spicy sauce. Yeah. What are your first impressions? You've gone a couple bites deep now. Well, I'm, I can tell you uh, what, what's really important to me with the cheesesteak is the bread because yeah. you, you either live or die by the bread. Absolutely. It can really kill a dish. But in this, in this way, it complements the, the meat. It's really soft and doughy. And warm, which is uh, is nice. It's important. And then the stuffing is good. Um, you know, the chicken is shredded. Uh, it's all, like, evenly covered with hot sauce. The cheese is melted and, like, complements that doughy bread very nicely. Uh, and the onions add some crunch. It's, it's a good cheesesteak. I, I agree with you completely. I think the key to this sandwich is that the ratios are just right. The bread really complements the stuffing. There's not too much barbecue sauce. The cheese is melted in just the right way. Onions aren't overpowering, but they add some nice complexity, a little bit of a different texture to the sandwich. It's a really well-put-together sandwich. You can tell this guy's been grilling these up for 30 years. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, as we, uh, as we continue to chow down on this delicious cheesesteak, let's get into the, the price point of this lunch. So, I paid $6, and I was measuring this before we went live, mm -hmm. and this cheesesteak's literally the size of my forearm. I mean, I'm a 6'1 uh, guy. It's got to be a 12-inch roll. Uh, yeah, so, you know, in terms of value, $6 for that, that's the cheapest uh, cheesesteak that I know of. I, I completely agree. I think, and we've reviewed a couple, you know, cheesesteaks, and just being in Philly, we eat cheesesteaks, you know, fairly regularly. It's part of our regular diet. Part of our regular diet, eight times a week, <laughs> on average, sometimes uh, four to five times per day, three-day Only cleanse. on Sundays, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when right. the Eagles play, it's an extra, Only on Sundays. extra couple. But, uh, you know, with all that experience under our belts, we can safely say, most cheesesteak rolls, you're going to get 10 inches. Mm. This is a little bit bigger. Ten this, inches for ten dollars, probably. Yeah, this is a nice sized cheesesteak. And you know that's just that, that thing with with cards where you have lower overhead, less employees. Uh, you can afford to charge that cheaper price point. And as our listeners might guess, I mean, is, this, is this distracting? And also here we have um, our uh, podcast dog. That's right, our uh, our third podcaster. As our listeners can hear, chowing down on his lunch. <laughs> what do you uh, think of that one? Yeah. What's uh, what's Teddy eating for lunch? Teddy is eating. Oops. Teddy is eating Wellness Core grain-free, balanced diet. And that's our sponsor for today. <laughs> Thank you, Wellness Core. You can find that on the corner of uh, 16th and Chestnut, the food truck. No, that was. Uh, thank you for that. 
my girlfriend, Cassandra, <laughs> who's currently in our studio. And potentially guest reviewing a cheesesteak? We'll see. We'll, uh, we'll see how the episode goes. Anyway, I also paid six bucks for mine. Really good value. Very happy with it. They did have some add-ons. Uh, I asked mm-hmm. Mike. Looked like they had some good variety of chips for 75 cents extra. Did you see the types of chips? I, I wasn't paying attention. They were like Utz chips, you know, like kind of your basic potato chips, but, you know, pairs well with a sandwich. Mm. And then... And then sodas. So it was $1.50 for the addition of... Anything can come with a soda and a bag of chips for $1.50. Exactly. And then you broke it down and asked, well, Mike, how much is a bag of chips? And he said 75 cents. Right. So we assume, you know, you're going to be paying 75 cents to a dollar for your soda. Maybe you're buying, you're paying a buck for your drink, uh, and then if you package it with the chips, he gives you a quarter off. And and from what we've seen, this is a good deal, right? I think that's pretty reasonable. Yeah. yeah. So, funny story. When we were talking to Mike, uh, the Eagles Parade, after they you know won the Super Bowl, the Eagles Parade is coming up tomorrow. That's right. And uh, Mike was saying from past experiences in all his years... You know, we asked him, what's the craziest thing you've seen? He said, last uh, time, you know, Philadelphia won a major event, which was the Phillies in 08. Uh, uh, during the parade, the people got started standing on his cart. That's and, right. Uh, hollering and banging and all sorts of crazy stuff. That's the Philly fans for you, though. That's right. So Mike will, uh, will wisely be sitting out tomorrow's festivities. Welcome back to the second half of the show. Now, one thing we definitely wanted to bring up is that this food truck, uh, let's just say this is not the first publicity they've gotten. Right, Dylan? No. uh, So something put right on the front of their car. Displayed very prominently. Yep. Is like a Fox 29 uh, printout of Uh an article about how Mike's Steaks, this Mike's Steaks, the food cart, the little food truck cart that could, ranked fourth. In the city of Philadelphia, the city of cheesesteaks, as the best cheesesteak in Philly. And that's not cheesesteak carts. That's all cheesesteak mm. locations. Brick and mortar, food truck, all the above. For example, it was ahead of D'Alessandro's, yeah. a Philly tradition. Yep. Just below Jim's at yeah. three. Uh, so we're talking the major players of food, uh, or of, uh, of cheesesteaks. That's right. Mike's is solidly in the top five. And that puts Mike's truck into a category uh, that we really haven't reviewed thus far, which is food trucks that have, you know, obtained a certain degree of fame or prominence in the city. Whereas the other, you know, our last five trucks that we reviewed, some of them might be popular with like the local lunch crowd, for example, but they either don't really have names or for whatever reason, they're not too prominent. Uh, You know, they're not being written about by you know, magazines around the city or being picked up by uh, local TV stations, as Mike's has been. No. Uh, and as far as I know, we're the only people actually diving into these food carts and giving them some recognition. Uh, but Mike's is established, and that's new for us. Mm-hmm. And they are a cheesesteak cart, which is also new for us. So this was an exciting episode, I'd say. It was a great episode. Now, I- I've been really enjoying the sandwich, but Dylan, where would you say this ranks uh, amongst... The cheesesteaks you've tried in Philadelphia, because I think that's the category we need to consider with Mike's, right? They've transcended kind of just the food truck sphere. They're being talked about with the likes of the best cheesesteak spots in the city. And then secondly, how often would you return? Where would you rank this with some of the other cards that we've reviewed? Yeah, you're asking a tall task here, Alex. 
But I can tell you this. This is a very good cheesesteak. Uh, everything you want in a cheesesteak and everything Philly has to offer in a cheesesteak is here. That being said, when it comes to like ranking this, it's splitting hairs when you're talking about like you know gyms on South Street or Ishka Bibbles or uh, City View or uh, Joe's in Fishtown or Dallas Sandra's in Roxbury. I mean, I would say it's above Joe's in Fishtown. Um, Joe's has better sides. Mike's does not have the sides heavy. Um, appeal. Mike's has no sides. Let's be clear. <laughs> bag of chips. Mike, Mike's does not offer sides. You can get a bag of chips and a drink, but you know, you're know you not getting baked beans or whatever fries on the side. No. Um, but it's comparable to a gym steaks in terms of the uh, you know the bread being very nice and the filling being good ratio and of you know good quality. I wouldn't say it's better than Jim's, and I also wouldn't say it's better than D'Alessandro's, but you know, maybe for what it is, it does as well as they do. I, I think that's extremely well put. You know, I, I don't know. It, it'd be a, a you know a, a task for a different day to come up with a definitive cheesesteak rankings for the city of Philadelphia. Many have tried. You know, many, uh, in my opinion, have failed. <laughs> Again, different day. But uh, I'm looking at you. You know who you are. So what do you think? I mean, do you... I completely agree with your analysis. I think it deserves to be talked about in that same upper echelon of cheesesteak shops in the city, which is a, a testament to how good this really is. Mm. I think we notably left off Geno's and Pat's in the top. Well, I, I'll say this. Pat's and Geno's, you know, they get a lot of fame. People will come out from, uh, you know, outside of the city, outside of the Commonwealth to try them. I don't think they're nearly as good as some of the spots that you just yeah, listed off. Yeah, I mean, at this point, they're just writing their, their names. Exactly, exactly. And when you have, like, advertisements on the side of bus, like, the, taking up the entire bus, that's yeah. when you know that you're a little too big to be a cheesesteak place. Exactly. It, it kind of loses that hometowny feel that yeah. is so appealing to some of these spots. So excluding those two, like, this is, uh, yeah, this is, like, a real Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. I think that's, you know, that's what this is. This is a gritty... Philly cheesesteak. Uh, I, I have nothing to add. Could not have said it better. <laughs> so uh, worth the $6? Absolutely worth the $6. Uh, I think I will be returning on the regular. This is a excellent cheesesteak option in the vicinity of, uh, of our workplace, right by City Hall, Center City. Extremely heavily trafficked, well-populated area. Uh, did you catch when they are open? I didn't catch when they're open. I mean, you know... As Mike said, I think he took Monday off after the Super Bowl. He's not going to be around for the parade. This guy runs the shop. You know, he's there when he wants to be. After 30 years, he certainly earned the right to do that. But I think you can absolutely catch him uh, around lunchtime on most days. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's a, a very safe bet. I'm not sure about weekends, but definitely during the weekdays. Absolutely. Um, we talked a lot about a partner, um, couples, you know, running the show in the cart. So Mike has two women in his life that contribute to the cart. One being his wife, who he says works uh, less. She'll like fill in. Um, but then also uh, a, a woman from Greece who was not there at the time because she was uh, you know, going back for vacation or something. And I've seen her before. She's very nice, a little soft-spoken, but uh, you know, understands the client and provides like, a really Philadelphia uh, experience. I think both of them, you know, provide that Philadelphia customer experience. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, we're nearing the end of the meal, and we've already sort of gone through uh, how we see this truck stacking up to the competition. But if you were to rate it on a scale of uh, five stars, one, two, three, four, five stars, Mm. what would you give it? 
um, overall experience, just knowing the history, uh, the people running the car, and then the food, most importantly. This is uh, a four and a half, at least, for me. What are you thinking, Alex? I'm giving this drum roll, please, Dylan. Five stars, baby! Wow. I think it hits on the head exactly what it's trying to be. It has reached the pinnacle of a cheesesteak food truck Philadelphia staple. And for that, I got to recognize it with the full five Cinco Sunk stars. Okay, cool. So combined 4.75 stars. That's what we're saying. I guess we could average it to be like that. Sure. That certainly seems uh, less glamorous than the full five. I would urge you to up your rating. You know, I want to I hear someone else's input on this. Alexa. What is the best cheesesteak in Philadelphia? Sorry, I'm not sure. Damn it. Yeah, useless. You know, last time, last episode, you lauded her as a beautiful piece of machinery. And, uh, we, look, as... This we, time you're insulting her. As many great romances, uh, you know, have shown us over the centuries, sometimes when you're in a passionate relationship with someone, you can flip back and forth between love and hate on a moment's notice. Well said. That's re- really quite poetic. Thank Alex. you. So on this uh, cold, rainy day in Philadelphia, it is, contrary to popular belief, not always sunny in Philadelphia. Boom. Um, I think we're signing off. I, I think that'll do it for us. Uh, this has been Alex Knock and Dylan Yuska, Philly Food Trucks Fanatic, working title podcast. And uh, that was Mike Steaks, a delicious meal. Good night.